Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Catlin. And welcome to the The How How to to Love Me Me podcast. podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of How to Love Me. Welcome guys. This is awkward. <laughs> this, is, this is backwards. We switched it up. I know, right? Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about mental health and relationships. And more specifically, our relationship. Absolutely. Now in this episode, guys, you might notice, why are we getting right into the episode? Where's my intro? Well, we decided to go without it because honestly, it takes, it's hard to do an intro. That is one of the areas that we struggle with the most. So we just figured we get into the episode and we give a quick description off the start. So let's try it. Yeah, let's just go for it. See how this goes. So let us know, guys. Yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're in the middle of it right now. (laughs) And, you know, we should give you guys some time. But, you know, think about it. But, yeah. This is a podcast for you guys, Mm -hmm. our listeners. And we're curious. Yeah, we'd love to know your thoughts. Yeah. Should we just start the conversation off light with every episode like this? Maybe. Maybe this is the way we do our intro. Feels a little bit more flowy. Yeah, a little, a little less, more us. A little less forced. Like a sundress and a nice summer's breeze. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's how breezy we are. So anyway, guys. So anyways. Welcome to another episode. We are talking about comparisons. Yes. Yeah, so today's going to be all about comparisons and, in my opinion, why they affect our, ne- our mental health negatively. Now, I'm actually really curious about this because Kelly brought up this subject to me and I was like... What? Comparisons. What are we comparing? I love comparisons. (laughs) Which product is best? Yeah. See, and that's where it's a positive. But we're really about to dive into where it's negative. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. All right, honey. Okay. Lead the way. So growing up, I always had an issue with how I looked because so growing up in, you know, like let's say like late 90s, early 2000s, the whole, um, you know, beauty industry was basically telling you that you were beautiful if you had long, straight hair, straight hips. If this is how you looked, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. So me having, you know, wild, crazy, curly hair, kind of a more like curvy body, glasses, you know, like all of these things, I found myself constantly comparing myself to everyone else who didn't look the way that I did. And that affected me negatively for so many years. Wow. So that actually, okay, so here's the funny part. I'm Uh going to be open and honest as a guy here. Yeah. I did the exact same thing. Okay, So as a guy, if you didn't have the pokey straight hair, the Caesar cut, something that was really simple, you Mm -hmm. didn't wear the proper branding. Yes, that was another one too, proper branding. Mm -hmm. And the right jeans. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when I was a kid, it was wide-legged jeans. Mm -hmm. Those were the shit. Boot cut. Yeah, yeah. Skater jeans, because I was a skater punk, right? Yeah. So I had to dress like a skater punk, and I had to wear the right shoes. If I walked in with the Walmart brand skateboard shoes... Oh, man. You're going to get made fun of for sure. I forget what they were called, but like they didn't look bad. No, they didn't look bad, but they weren't like... They, they, weren't weren't a, they weren't a name brand. They, they weren't, weren't a big brand that everybody else was wearing. Yeah, like DVS was probably like the biggest ones. Yeah, DVS was a big one for sure. Mm-hmm. They were the best skate shoes. But anyway, that's part of it. And I compared myself to them. Plus, yeah. you know, it, I was in a class of, you know, there's a lot of decent looking guys and mm-hmm. they were in shape. I played yeah. hockey, but I had a gut. Yeah. I was a teenager with a gut and it was that was hard for me because I'd compare like, how come I've got this little extra love role here? And these guys are got like flat stomachs. This is bullshit. Yeah, especially when you're like, "Okay, well, I play hockey too. Like, why do why do I not have a flat stomach and they do?" Yeah, exactly. You know? And then like 
you know, as a guy growing up in that, it's like, well, if I'm standing next to a guy with a flat stomach and I've got a little bit of a gut, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to lose that battle every time. So, you know what? I actually, okay, just so everybody knows, this is yeah. a genuine place of like honest, mm-hmm. honesty because like we didn't really talk about this. No. So one thing that we generally do with our episodes is we pick a topic and we don't generally talk about it beforehand. We have no idea where either of us is going to go in the conversation. And I feel like that's kind of, that kind of, yeah, turn that shit on silent, yeah. please. Sorry, guys. Um, and I feel like that kind of uh, helps our flow of conversation a little bit anyways. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that that's a big part of it. That's how we're kind of rolling with it. But yeah, it's... Um, so comparisons. Yeah. And I never realized how much this affected me as a male because you would mm-hmm. think like in the 90s, early 2000s, growing up, yeah. it was all about the female form. Yeah. And that was a big thing. And, you know, obviously being female, that man, that affected me huge. Like mm-hmm. I remember. So I remember when I was in junior high, there was this trend that was going through our school where there was, you know, all of these girls with this beautiful, long, straight hair. And then they would put braids in sections of it. And I so badly wanted to be able to do that and be part of like the popular kids that could do that. But I had these wild, crazy curls. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, you can't really do that when yeah. you have curly hair. It doesn't really, it doesn't do what you want it to. So that was kind of, that was one of the kind of turning points, I guess, for me. And shortly after that, that's when I started kind of changing a lot of things about the way I looked and the way I held myself. Yeah. And a lot of that stems from the fact that the beauty industry told me that the way that I looked wasn't the way that, you know, beautiful people should look. Yeah. See, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So then, you know, obviously going into high school, that definitely negatively affect me because I'm changing so much about myself to basically appease other people. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, going into being, you know, an adult outside of high school, those comparisons just kind of continued. And then it started going into not only the way that I look, but also how I perceive myself and also the way that I carry myself in relationships. And then I start comparing my relationship to other people's relationships. And then it just becomes this big, huge thing. And then I just felt trapped and I couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And see, as a male, I did the same thing Mm -hmm. because, you know, I grew up playing, you know, being around the sports, being around skateboarding, hanging around with those people and realizing like I need to fit in. Mm -hmm. I need to be part of this crowd because these are the popular kids. And I was not a popular kid. I was kind of mid range. Yeah, that was about the same with me. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, the skater punk. I listened to emo music. I wore the black T-shirts and, you know, the wristbands. And Mm -hmm. I had the pink puka shell necklace. (laughs) Of course you did. I did. And, you know, and that was that whole thing of comparison. Now, one thing that I stopped doing, which I I did naturally, and it's something that, you know, thinking about it now, it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I did not follow the trend. I broke off and did my own thing and took a lot of confidence in that, which is why I went to that, you know, I'm a emo kid, punk rocker, skateboarder. Like yeah. that was an easy an easy way of me of going. Like so I always wore black t-shirts, blue jeans and had my hair spiky. Mm-hmm. That was that skater was punk. Yeah, skater punk. That's yeah, exactly that's what it was. Look. Yeah. So I did that and I just gained my confidence through that and mm-hmm. because I stopped comparing myself. But then, you know, of course you'd watch the new Blink-182 video and Well, I got to dress like that now. (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I guess one other thing, too, that I really struggled with was I remember there was one time in, I can't remember if it was like late junior high, early high school, but there was one time when 
for some reason, someone had straightened my hair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once again, having, you know, these big, beautiful curls and then someone straightens your hair. All of a sudden, people are looking at me differently. And they're like, oh, your hair looks so great. You look so nice, blah, blah, blah. I'm getting all of these compliments all of a sudden. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, obviously, people like the way that I look. They like me better when I look this way. So why not continue to start changing everything else about myself to appease everyone else? See, and that's funny because like I did the same thing. I have curly hair too, guys. You might Mm -hmm. notice in some of the pictures that my hair is not that curly. Mm -hmm. But it's because I use a flat iron. Yeah, you use it more than I do now. Yeah, no, not anymore. Not no, anymore. No, not I've anymore. To I the guess. Curls. Yeah. So I had curly hair too. So when I was in, I want to say grade twelve, I went to my girlfriend at the time's friend's class, which was cosmetology, mm-hmm. and she pulled out a flat iron and used it on my hair. I'm like, wait, you can do that? Yeah. And it changed my life. life I also changing. chemically straightened my hair like three times growing up. Good Lord. Yeah. Like I was about, I had the curly hair mm-hmm. and it was horrible to deal with. Yep. I hear you. Yep. Yep. I feel the same struggle. Now, okay, so that was us growing up, comparing ourselves Mm -hmm. to other people. Yep. How are we relating that? Okay, so then continuing to grow up and starting to go into relationships, I found myself that I was starting to compare the relationship that I was in to everybody else's relationships. Okay. So me being, um, I guess when I grew up, I always had this rough timeline of events of the way that I wanted my life to go. Yeah. So I was going to be, this is the way that it worked in my head. I was going to be married by 25. I was going to be done having kids by 30. Yep. So when I was starting to get into my 20s and, you know, obviously social media lets you see everybody else's lives. Mm -hmm. I see all of these people that I went to school with. They're starting to get married. They're starting to have kids. And I start comparing my relationship to them saying, okay, well, they're the same age as me. Why don't I have that too? Yeah. You know, and like that is something that I carried through multiple relationships. Yeah. And it put a huge damper on multiple relationships. And it, man, it fucked with my head. Yeah. Majorly, majorly. I just had like this such low self-worth because the way that I wanted my life to go was not the way that it was going. And compared to everybody else's lives, like they had what I wanted so badly mm-hmm. and it freaking killed me that I wasn't getting it. Yeah. And I did the same thing. I, you know what the funny part is? My timeline was exactly like yours, except <laughs> I got married at 22. Yeah. Expected to have kids by the time I was 25 and be done having kids by the time I was 30. Mm-hmm. I am now 33. None of that happened. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, kids, don't pre-plan your life seriously nothing goes according to plan no honestly it was probably the most frustrating thing and that was also a comparison because like i had friends that were in high school that when i was 22 and got married they got married around the same time there was a bunch of us that got married in kind of the same timeline Mm -hmm. differences is within a couple years they all had kids they had all these things that i wanted this was where i wanted my life to go and i was comparing myself to them exactly as you would Mm -hmm. and it makes perfect sense So how do you think that that affected you? Well, it obviously put a lot of strain on the relationship Mm -hmm. because I looked at what I wanted and what I had and I wanted more. Yeah. I wanted more. I wanted that family. I wanted those kids. Like that was a big part of me being in my 30s, especially when I hit 30 and I was like, holy shit, I don't have kids yet. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And that was the exact same thing for me. It's, you know, you continue watching everybody else's, you know, life continue and it's you know moving in the direction that you want it to go and it just it 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 almost hurts it like hurts my soul 
watching everyone else, you know, continue to build their lives and move on to this next part of their life. And it feels like you're in limbo. Yeah, it feels like I've been stuck in limbo and stuck in the same part of my life for like the last 10 years. Yeah. And all you're looking for is that next piece. Like, it's not like you're asking for a lot here. No. Yeah. No. And that's the thing. I feel like I'm not really asking for a lot. It's one thing that I've wanted for a long time. And, you know, obviously comparing my relationship to other people's is, you know, not a great thing to do. And the fact that it generally, well, in my experience, it negatively affected all of my relationships. Yeah. It put unnecessary stress on them. It put, well, I mean, really just a lot of unnecessary stress. Yeah. Yeah. It, obviously, it made, you know, the other people uncomfortable too. And, you know, totally. that's that's a whole other thing. But Yeah. So, I mean, that's part of the comparison. And I never really looked at that as like a comparison. I just thought that was more of like, wants versus needs or you know something that I was pushing to get and I just wasn't achieving mm-hmm. you know I never actually like stopped and thought about it as like oh my god I'm actually comparing myself to other people and mentally yeah. that is draining yeah it's for mentally that is exhausting oh mm-hmm. well, I mean just think about it like okay you're gonna go buy a new vehicle mm-hmm. and you might not do this but as a guy I'm going to compare all the trim models, the prices, what I'm getting out of it. Like, that's a comparison. Yeah. That's a big comparison. It's something that takes a lot of effort and a lot of research, and it's draining. And by the end of it, you're hoping you're making the right choice. Mm -hmm. You're only hoping because you don't know until you get that vehicle and you drive it around for a month. Exactly. So you're absolutely right. Comparisons can be very dangerous. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like like I said, I kept comparing my relationship to other people's who were the exact same age as me, and it felt like they were so much further in their life than I was. Yeah. And it just put me into this tailspin of, why can't I have this? Why haven't I had this? Am I not worthy of the love that I need? Yeah. Or the love that I want? Now, you didn't get married young, and that was, I think, the big difference. For me, my comparison wasn't that big because I got married and because I had that relationship and it was long-term. People actually idolized that relationship, like mm-hmm. my relationship at the time. Right. So for the comparison side, I was technically winning because, you know, hey, oh, hey, we've been together for a long time. We're high school sweethearts. Ha, ha, ha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So technically on the comparison side, I was on the winning side of most of that, except for, you know, the kids and all that, like the actual final stages of it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically you had thought that you had found your person and people idolized that. Yeah. The fact that, yeah, you guys got married so young and you started your relationship so young and, you know, basically you had found your person. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually, so you got married to your high school sweetheart. Pretty much. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know. And so one of my sisters and her husband, they were high school sweethearts. Mm -hmm. And that is one relationship that I have just always idolized. I have always idolized their relationship. They have a great relationship. They do. And that is one relationship that once again, I always found myself comparing my relationships to theirs Mm -hmm. because they have such a fantastic relationship, their communication, the way that they parent their kids, just everything. Well, and they also have one hell of a history. Yeah, exactly. They also have this long history and they've built this life together. Like at this point, what? They've been together over half their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Like my brother-in-law has known me for over half of my life now. Yeah. But I mean, they're like the life that they've lived. Yeah. Half of it has been together. Yeah, basically. Right? So they're they're over that hump. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing, too. I found myself always comparing my relationships to theirs. Yeah. And, okay, well, I want so badly what they have, but why is it that whoever I'm with, like, we just we just don't have that connection or we don't click or 
What is it that I'm missing to be able to get to that point? Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. I'm ready for this. Okay. I actually feel like I have a leg to stand on. Okay. Interesting. So before, when you didn't have those like those amazing relationships that got you excited and that you could compare, mm-hmm. it was a bad time to compare for you. Definitely. But now you have, in my opinion, I think you have the best relationship. Oh, I 100% have the best um, relationship I've ever been in. And our communication, the way that we deal with problems, the way that we approach our problems we kind of kill it on most every level. So sure. my question is, is now that you have that relationship, how do we compare? Ooh, that's Really interesting. good, right? Yeah, I would think that we would compare really good. Now, because this is the best relationship you had, is mm-hmm. this a good reason to compare? Like, is there a positive side to comparison or can it be, like, obviously there's going to be some of it where you win the comparison game. Yeah. But my opinion, I think comparison is human nature. We're always going to want what the Joneses have, you know? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. always think the grass is greener on the other side. Right, that's But mind true. you, I live in the purpose and I live with the concept of it's not greener on the other side, it's greener where you water it, mm-hmm. where you maintain it, right. where you take care of it and you nurture the motherfucking shit out of it. <laughs> so with that then, now you're at a point where you have a great relationship, you're very mm-hmm. happy with how things are. Yep. Does the comparison still cause problems for you? Um, Because technically you're on the winning side of every comparison. Technically. It still does kind of negatively affect me a little bit more so because once again, like I'm, you know, nearing my 30s now and I'm still not where I wanted to be by the time I was 30. So I still kind of have that like that negative mindset in the back of my mind that's still kind of like, hey, hey, you're not where you want to be yet. Hey, yeah. like you still have work to do. You're still not there. Like you're you're almost there, but you're still not quite there. Is it a good thing that you have compared our relationship to your relationship with Steven? Yes and no. Okay. So, and that's my big thing. So Steven was your bad relationship. Yeah. And obviously there was so many fucking red flags with that relationship <laughs> that you yeah. see now. Yeah. So my question to you is, is it a, is that the one time where using comparisons can be good for relationships because you know all the bad things that were a part of that relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you compare our relationship to that relationship and obviously none of the red flags seem to set off, then obviously that's a comparison that you're winning on. Now, if you never made that comparison, Mm -hmm. like, so my view is, is like, I don't think comparisons are inherently evil. Okay. I think that there's in some ways necessary for when you're comparing products or comparing relationships. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go in and compare every aspect of the relationship and like, well, this guy made risotto a lot better, but that guy, he made the best Caesar salad dressing (laughs) I have ever had. So for that, you know, we'll call it a wash. But I'm not saying on that front, what I'm saying is, you know, all the bad stuff that you've already went through, you don't want to live that again. True, true. So our comparisons good to have okay so then in that instance then yes comparisons have been great so where do you draw the line honestly i think it completely depends on your mindset when you're doing it if you're in if you feel like you're in a good place then maybe comparisons can be good for you if you're looking at them in a positive aspect versus a negative aspect okay because when i was comparing things before it was always i was comparing myself negatively to everyone else or everyone else's relationships Versus now when we compare, you know, like our relationship to my relationship with Steven, mm-hmm. 
I'm comparing them in a more positive light, I guess, because, you know, like you and I obviously have a lot of positives in our relationship versus Stephen and I had a lot of negatives in our relationship. Yeah. So I guess it's more so because I'm looking at things a lot more positively now than I was before. Okay. So at the start of our relationship, if you did the comparison of me and Stephen Mm -hmm. and we ended up matching up on a lot of things. Which you did. I mean more. Okay. Not just like I... We both like hunting and shit. I'm talking like our communication skills, stuff like that. No, is but that... that's the thing is there were a lot of those things that were still really similar. Yeah, but yet completely different. Yes and no. Okay. So with that though, it, mm-hmm. and this is kind of the whole reason why I'm bringing it up, is because when we go through all this and we do this whole comparison thing, what would have been a red flag for you? What would have set you to like, oh, my God, this is Stephen 2.0. And if you would have done that. So, I mean, after Stephen, you still had another boy. You had other relationships. Yeah. Did you compare Stephen to them? Um, I guess subconsciously, maybe I did. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I was also trying to suppress that. So I wasn't really doing a whole lot of comparing my relationship to past, my current relationship to past relationships because there was a lot of shit in that relationship that I was just suppressing and that I just didn't want to deal with. So I just kind of put it off to the side and just kind of tried to forget about it. Yeah. So I do find that I haven't really compared any relationship to that one other than ours. Okay. And I mean, truthfully, that is because you guys do have a lot of similarities. And a lot of that was, when we first started dating, a lot of that was pretty triggering. Okay, so with that then, is it smarter to ignore the comparisons and more look for red flags? Yes. Okay, so... In my opinion, yes. Instead of comparing the two, have your, you know, like for Steven, have those like five red flags. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that he raised his voice. The fact that he, you know, manipulated the situation to make it seem like he was superior. Yeah. Things of that nature... Those are red flags. Now, would you consider that a comparison or would you consider that just like my red flag list? That's just a red flag list in my mind. So I think that is right there the biggest thing to take from this episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Right? Because if you think about that, we're not comparing per se because I think that comparison is human nature. I'm always going to compare myself to the guy next to me. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I'm standing in an elevator with another guy. I'm checking him out. Yeah. Not like... Well... (laughs) You're not like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a tight ass. I'm saying like, <laughs> this guy looks like he carries himself like a manager. Yeah. He's a manly man. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got some camel on him. So I wonder if he, you know what I mean? Like, okay. these yeah, are yeah, things yeah. that I compare to, you know, because this is a big part of it as being a man is walking into the room and being a man. Being the most manliest man in the room. Yeah. Walking in and being an alpha. I'm an alpha. Yeah, you are. I'm an alpha. And if I walk into the room and I'm not the alpha, then I'm going to challenge the alpha. Or at least be beta to that alpha. Yeah. I'm going to be upper echelon. But I mean, that's like part of that comparison thing, right? Yeah, okay. That's kind of an interesting way of putting it. I wouldn't have looked at it that way. Right? And that's the thing. I think as nature is going to cause me to do that. I think Mm -hmm. just, you know, my own habits and everything like that, I'm always going to end up comparing. But when it comes to relationships, we shouldn't compare relationships, but we should take red flags from relationships. Yes, basically take the lessons that you've learned from that relationship and carry it forward into others. And just, you know, if you see any negatives or anything, then, you know, obviously kind of mark that on the list in your mind, I guess. Yeah, and I think a big part of it too is the way that you approach it. So, for instance, if 
we're ha- if we're comparing relationships, like at what point do you say this is a comparison? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing this. Um, I think when it comes to comparing where you are in your relationship compared to where other people are in their relationship. But is there a time to do that comparison? So for instance, if you and I were dating for a decade and we weren't even engaged yet, yeah, and you compare to everybody else who's been together 10 years and is married and has three kids, mm-hmm. is that a comparison you want to do? Or is that a red flag for you because you've went 10 years without a commitment from this person? You've had that in a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. I don't know if I would consider that a red flag moment because obviously, like, yes, you've been together with this person for, you know, a decade, Mm -hmm. but you would think that over that decade that you would have had those conversations about marriage, whether you were going to do it or whether it was something that, you know, neither of you really cared for. But you would consider that more of a red flag then because you have that experience, right? So all I'm saying is like, Uh, I'm with you now. Yeah. Before I was against this. I was thinking comparisons are a natural thing. It's something that we need to do and we need to have the best product every time. Right. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't we do those comparisons? Yeah. Right. If I'm going to go buy a truck, I'm going to compare all the best trucks in the industry and compare price, power, fuel economy, all these things. And I'm going to make the right choice. Yeah. So I always thought that comparison is something I'm going to do. It's just life. Yeah. But. I think you're absolutely right. I think we need to have red flags. Yes. You know? Red flags. And honestly, I feel like having a a proper mindset going into your comparisons is a huge part of it. Because if you're obviously, like, if you go through and you're comparing yourself negatively to everyone else throughout your entire life, you're just going to have such a negative self-image and just a negative self-worth. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to, I love analogies. And I'm going to continue on with this carbine analogy. Yeah. So what I should do is instead of going in and comparing all the brands to themselves, mm-hmm. I should take from my own experience. Okay. So for my own experience, I want something that gets better than 18 liters per 100 kilometers as a truck. I also need something that can tow a specific amount. I also need a vehicle that's going to have the right ride clearance. You know, these are all problems that I have had with a vehicle. I also want something with small rims because that'll mean cheaper tires. So when I'm doing this car comparison... I shouldn't be comparing the Dodge to the Ford to the Chevy to the Nissan to the Toyota. Mm -hmm. I should be saying, I have all these red flags in my history of owning vehicles. Mm -hmm. What vehicle covers these red flags? Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting way of putting it. Basically, you're giving yourself a list of needs. Yes. And then going through and making sure that all of your needs are being met on that list when you go through and you buy this vehicle. And it's not a comparison. It's actually just red flags or needs that I want. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's absolute needs versus wants. That is exactly what I was just going to say. Needs right? versus wants. So yeah. take that into a relationship. You have red flags in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm not hitting those red flags, yep. I'm the vehicle for you. <laughs> it's true. Right? Huh. That's a really good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Look at that. Did we just finish this episode? Frick. son of a bitch so anyway comparisons (laughs) they're not healthy for anybody and i am i have just realized that yeah i mean like i said it it negatively impacted my mental health for such a long time and just how i saw myself yeah which makes perfect sense yeah and i mean really truthfully when i look at it the more i compared myself to others the more that i was changing you know a lot of different things about myself and I feel like now that I'm finally in a healthy relationship and I finally have a more healthy relationship with myself 
I'm finally starting to let go of all of those previous comparisons and just let myself be who I'm going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 100%. And I love that. But yeah, that I think that's what we need to take from this. Is red flags are literally comparisons, but they're not actually comparisons. Yeah. Because you're not actually saying like, oh, like Stephanie and Steven have like the best relationship ever. They're the cutest. They never fight. They mm-hmm. always love each other. They're always holding hands. I want to be like that. No, what you do is you go, I need somebody who has, you know, gives me the affection that I need. Yeah. And if I don't get it, that's a red flag. Yeah, basically. That's a healthy way of doing that comparison. That is a very healthy way of doing it. Well done. Woo. Look at that. As someone who started as kind of like a skeptic in the comparison game, that yeah. was a... Uh, Dr. Cat over here. Seriously. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was, a, that was a good one. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, the biggest thing to take away from this is that we can't compare what we had to what we have. But we can have red flags. It, it's all a part of history, right? Mm-hmm. Those who don't, or who ignore history are doomed to repeat it. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Man, we're getting real philosophical this morning. That's the name of this episode. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Deal. Or is it? I don't know. We did comparisons. Well, that's a future problem for us to worry about. No, we're going to call, let's call it comparing oranges to apples. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So that's what we're going to name this episode, guys. All right. All yeah. right. All right. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, you already knew that because you already clicked on it and you're listening to it and you went, yeah, dumbass. I've been listening to this thing for uh, <laughs> yeah. about a half an hour now yeah. and you're just telling me now what the episode is that I saw when I started it up. Yeah. Thanks, exactly. tips. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks uh, for that. I'm sorry. I'll do better. Please don't leave me, Please listeners. Don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so I guess I guess kind of the biggest takeaway is make sure that you're when you're going through and you're comparing, make sure that you're doing it in a positive way and also not a negative way. So let's look either. at it a body image. Body image wise, okay. Right? So instead of saying, you know, for let's just say, you know, you're I want to compare myself to somebody else, right? Yeah. I'll con- compare myself to Zach Efron because he's a gorgeous man. He really is. Right? Zero complaints about I, that man. I wish I had a six pack, but instead I rocked the cake. So instead of comparing myself to him and saying, man, he's ripped. I wish I was like him. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, as a man, you even compare like body hair. Like, because Zac Efron rocks the body hair pretty decently, right? I mean. Yeah, I guess. He's he's a hairier guy for sure. Yeah, but like it looks good on him. And I'm like, I've got like 10 hairs on my nipples and then like five hairs on the rest of my chest. So it's just like, (laughs) it's super weird for me. But like, instead of comparing. Comparing like body hair even hey i didn't realize that it would go to that extent with guys well because you got to think if you've got like if a guy's got like a nice like i'm talking like mark ruffalo okay like like real like plush but it looks good on him (laughs) right and for me i've got like preteen chest hair basically <laughs> like it's not thick enough but it's enough that it's like hey that it's guy's enough a that man like, hey you're a man that's a man but, but you know what i mean yeah, okay that okay, comparison yeah, yeah. like and then you know the body image too like man i wish i had abs i wish i had a chiseled chest mm-hmm. but instead what i need to do is look at him and see how happy and healthy he looks yeah and say i want to feel happy and healthy yeah that's Once my red again, flag is yeah, not that's... feeling like a bag of shit 
that's yeah a positive way of looking at it for sure right yeah small things like this it's just it's altering your perception of what you're comparing and don't look at it as comparison look at it as a red flag and man we nailed this episode Woo! Oh, sorry, guys. I I realized that I didn't really go away from the mic. That yeah, time. Kelly's not good with mics. Not bad, guys. Yeah, not she bad. just likes Benzer. At least you're, you know what? You're not like this and then coming back in and then I don't like this and then right back in. You're doing really good. I'm very proud of you. Thank That's you. actually why I love you. Oh, because I'm learning how to use a mic properly? Well, it's not even that. It's that this has been... That's right, people. I'm diving right into a why I love you. Okay, okay. And the why I love you is that you didn't let anything stop you when it comes to this. This is a whole new enterprise for us. We don't Mm -hmm. know what the hell we're doing. We're figuring out as we go. Yeah, flying by the seat of our pants here, guys. And you did not stop. When you you run into a problem, you're just like, I'm going to figure out a way around this problem. Yeah, a little bit. You don't just give up and say, I'm going to wait for Catelyn to get home. He'll figure it out. Because I'm a problem solver. Yeah, you are. And I really love the fact that you're willing to be headstrong and take on these problems. Oh. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I do like to think that I have a little bit of independence anyways. Strong, independent woman? Yeah. I'm a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. You don't need no man. I mean, I kind of need a man, but... Actually, no, I don't need. I want. I want. No, let's go with need. Okay. Needs versus wants. You need me. You need me. Ooh. Okay. That was very velvety. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. 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 I know I had a really good why I love you for this week, but do you believe that I actually forgot what it was? Yep. I know that there was something that was like really great that happened earlier on this week, and we're like, yes, that is my why I love you for this week. But I feel like we also have so many things that happen yeah. in a week span that it is also very difficult for me to remember everything. Mm-hmm. And I also have a really shitty memory. Yeah, Do you remember right. what it was? Do you remember what you did? Yeah. Can you help me out? Uh, I wish I could, but I cannot tell you why you love me. No, but just tell me Tell me what the thing I was. I don't that... remember. Damn it. I know. Damn we both it, have man. horrible memories. Ugh. I had a hard enough time remembering mine. Like, I've got my own <laughs> homework to do. I don't have time to do yours, too. Sorry, I was focused on, you know, what I wanted to say for this episode. Yeah, but my, not my why bad. you love me. My... I love you for so many different reasons. It is freaking ridiculous. Actually, you know what? No, I do have a why I love you. (gasps) I love you because you helped me gain my self-confidence back. Mm. I have lost that for so many years. So many years. And, you know, like being with you, you finally, you just, yeah, like you just, you help lift me back out of the space that I was in and you brought me back to who I want to be and where I want to be. Well, do you remember when we first started dating and I said the one thing you're going to get out of this relationship is self-confidence? Yeah. And you yeah. were like, eh, I got okay. I'm not a very confident person. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see about this. And look at you now. Yep. And honestly, guys, if you want to tell so- something to a girl that is really going to rev that engine, <laughs> you need to just sit down, lock eyes with this woman and just stare at her and just be like, Beb, I'm going to give you so much confidence in this relationship. Seriously. Like, that's all I want from you. I just want you to be a strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get that from me, and I'm going to support you. Yep. And in a few months' time from now, you're going to look back at this and go, holy shit, I'm a more confident, self-aware person than I've ever been. Seriously. And that is exactly what happened with us. Now, how did I do that? I supported you. That's yeah. it. That's all you did. You just supported me in whatever it was that I wanted to do. Exactly. Or whatever it was that I wanted to learn or. Yep. And then I also pushed you a lot. 
Yeah, you did. You kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit, which is something that I have definitely needed. Well, this is this is out of your comfort this zone. This is 100% out of my comfort zone. We're talking to people. Now, mind you, it's mostly just our moms that are listening right now. <laughs> yeah. And I love you, mom. But like for anybody else who's listening, this is, this is a hard thing to do. Yeah, this is not something that's easy. This was... Um, This was very difficult for me to step out of my comfort zone and do. I have been very, I've secluded myself a lot over the last few years. So this has taken a lot of effort for me. Right? Yeah. 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 This was a huge step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy. So yes, I gave you confidence. You gave me, you gave me my self-confidence. Woo! So you know what? Let's crack into a new segment. Ooh, okay. Something we haven't tried yet. Yeah. Now, it's all about the more you know. The more you know. Yeah, right? I mean, knowing is half the battle. Yeah. Right? Okay, so what are you going to tell us? Well, this one kind of, you know, it, it's it's a tougher one to talk about. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You I'm know? intrigued. Yeah. Um, the more you know, it's all about scheduling. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. So there's something that I've learned about scheduling, and it's... Don't be crazy about it. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> what I've learned in the last little while is that you can schedule your life. And obviously, even talking about it during this comparison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schedules just don't work. Be loose with your schedules. Give yourself play time. That's something that I've learned in the last little while is like if I give myself a half an hour buffer in between tasks, I'm less stressed. Mm-hmm. Right? So like right now, I've got a call coming up. And it's getting closer and closer, and I'm getting a little bit more nervous. But if I built that half an hour buffer in, which I tried to do, we tried to do, but we had we had something that needed to. We had some some pooocalypse. Yeah, we had a little bit of a pooocalypse from one of the dogs. Yeah, so last night we had a big storm, guys, and it stressed out the dogs a lot. Like it was big thunders. Oh yeah, like it was you know wall shaking thunder. Cause the thunder rolled. <laughs> And the lightning struck. Ooh, Garth Brooks in the house, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, it freaked them out, and they got so nervous. And then in the middle of the night, they were barking. We got up twice. Yeah. Once each to let yeah. them out, and they ended up having a poopy in the house. Yeah. In a couple rooms. On the carpet. It was it was a spread. They're they're uh, they like to pace while they poop. So. Anyways, I feel like now we're getting into a little bit too much poop talk. Yeah. But anyways, that is why we don't have that 30-minute buffer, because yeah. we were cleaning carpets. But you know what? The more you know. Give yourself that buffer, yeah. and it will actually cause your anxiety to subside a bit. Yeah. If you schedule yourself too tight, your anxiety is going to peak. And at, honestly, like I was nervous at the start of this episode, but I mm-hmm. had to get out of my head and... Because I lost that buffer. Yep. But it's a good thing I put that buffer in. But you know what? Honestly, I was nervous about the buffer too. Right? Exactly. Because I knew that we had, you know, we originally had an hour and a half to get this whole thing recorded and done. And then all of a sudden now we're down to, you know, just over an hour. And it's like, oh, shit. Yep. Exactly. Like, oh, God, what happens if we run long? But that buffer saved us. Yeah. Because if we didn't come up here a half an hour earlier than what we needed, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have cleaned up the dookie. Exactly. And we would have been like, oh, well, this is ruined. Yep, exactly. Well, guess we're going to record later. Buffers are great. Yep. The more you know. (laughs) So anyway, guys, that is the end of the episode. That's it. That's all. So hit us up on all of our socials. Mm -hmm. How the number two love me podcast. Same with that Gmail. Yep. So hit us up. We want to start doing more fan questions, guys. Yeah. So if anybody has any questions or like topics or anything that you want us to discuss or yeah, just questions in general, let us know. We also want to start doing fan shout outs. So 
Yeah. Hit us up, guys. Let us know. Um, and if you have a question, you can either DM us. And if you would rather just be called Steven or Stephanie, let us know. Yeah, Pick that's one. fine too. You know what? Honestly, if you don't want to, if you don't want us to say your name on on the air, that is fine. Just yeah. let us know. Yeah, let us exactly. know what you're comfortable with. Just say, call me Stephanie or call me Steven or just don't call me late for dinner. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Oh my goodness, you're yeah, so corny. I know, right? That's well, fine. anyway, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. As always, we love you. We love you. Reach out to us. Let us know how you're doing and ask us some questions and we'll do our best to answer it. Yep. Can't wait to hear from you. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Okay. Bye. bye.